Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to Black Cash Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm uh, your host in training, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have a guest by phone tonight. As um, promised. Yep. Which, um, I want you to uh, introduce him. So, if you guys remember a few episodes back, we uh, introduced you to a, a good friend of ours, Andy from Andy's Little Homestead, whom we met via Facebook. Um, I guess no better way to put it than he kind of like went up and started his own little little homestead up in northern Michigan. And so we called him, picked his brain for a couple hours, and um, it was a great interview. It was a great show. Had a lot of great feedback. And so we decided we are going to call him back midsummer and check in with him, make sure he's behaving himself. <laughs> Welcome on, Andy. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Good, good. We are in a bit of a thunderstorm right now, so if you hear some thunder and lightning in the background. Um, I don't think we'll lose power. Hopefully, hopefully not. Yeah. So if you're rumbling in the background, that's all it is. So <laughs> good deal. <laughs> so Andy, man, what uh, we talked to you like I don't know two, three months ago, and so what's been going on with you since then? What's what's new with life? Oh well, um, obviously, you know the the biggest change that had happened right before we talked is, you know, getting married and all that, and that obviously that had changed my plans a little bit. Um, you know, initially I was looking at, at building, you know, the, the log cabin there on, on the property and, and, uh, you know, kind of leaving everything, uh, well, less than legal from an inspections department standpoint. And, and now I'm obviously making, uh, a few adjustments to that plan, you know, with, uh, with the wife and kids and stuff, I, I, I'm under no expectations that they would be, uh, living in a camper with me. Um, <laughs> right. so, uh, I wouldn't smell very good, man. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I know how my boys, uh, they fart in their sleep bad. Um, and we went, this is a side note. We went camping over 4th of July and just stepping into the tent was like, Oh my God, what did y'all eat? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so plans have, have changed a little bit on that front. Um, we're, we're looking at, uh, the, the route that, uh, a lot of people take um which is uh basically just getting a, a used mobile home and uh and dropping it there on the property um so obviously still looking to do as much as i can uh myself um as part of that process but you know it's uh it's slow going man <laughs> whenever whenever you start to do things uh legally and you have to have um the government involved uh it slows down <laughs> Right. So, um, but other than that, still, still chipping away on all fronts. My crops are actually growing for the most part. Not well, but they are growing. Right. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, man, just, that's about it. Does your, does your wife, does she have kids of her own or is it just your boys? Uh, it, it's my boys. And then, um, she's got, uh, an older son, my stepson. I got you. So he's, he, was he, uh, is he like at home son or is is he not living at home so it'd be like a whole big family moving in together it's just no he's he's at home with us so nice. it's uh <laughs> it's it's five of us um so it's uh yeah camper's not an option yeah no <laughs> no doubt no, not for sanity reasons <laughs> yeah or or even a, a cabin that small <laughs> yeah so you now with you putting a mobile home under or you have to do septic and you gotta yeah, go. yeah. So that's a whole another project. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I made a video about it, and I think I was more worried about people's reactions than people's actual reactions, you know. I mean, with the with the videos and, and with, with everything that I put on Facebook, you know, I try and be as, as genuine as possible, you know. It, it, this is my real life. It's not it's not a show. So um, when things change, you know, I, I honestly, I was concerned that uh, people were going to be like, oh, man, he's, he's a... Uh, fraud or you know whatever he's just you know doing this and he had you know was planning on building this cabin and now it's a barn and this is a load of crap you know i i had genuinely worried that people were going to be um upset about that but uh i've gotten basically nothing but but positivity and support man you know people are like dude you, you do what you gotta do like so so that's good you know it's uh it's a different um it's a different approach, but, but again, it's the same. There's plenty of people who do it. You know, they get a piece of piece of land out in the woods and, and a mobile home is a good option, especially with lumber prices. Man, oh, that yeah. is, oh, it is out of control. Well, at least I think everybody appreciates your honesty. You know, you could have built the cabin, but then been living off property and just shoot your videos there, you know? Yeah. Like a complete, no, man, yeah. There's, there's no need to, there's no need to do that. I'm, you know, I, um, I feel like I mean it's it's insane to me still now I I think it's like 420 something thousand followers I'm like it, it's still weird to me a few months have gone by still weird um you know since we last talked and and so uh but I think I think people just you know they enjoy the videos and you know, learn something and, and there's a little bit of humor in there. And even if it's me stumbling through whatever it is, you know, I kind of just, you know, I try and make it a point of just, okay, this is what I got going on. So this is what you're going to see. So has anybody uh, stopped you at the gas station since, since the last guy did all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it happens like pretty regularly. Um, which uh again it's also weird for me but i you know i feel like it's a good opportunity to talk to people and i've i've made the statement publicly like dude if y'all see me like say hi i i don't care i'll shake your hand we'll, i'll take a picture with you you know whatever right right um, right uh just uh last weekend we took a trip up to uh we went up to the up to see the garland zoo and uh yeah we're just sitting outside there um and uh guy comes up to me he's like hey man are you andy which is always the approach it's the first thing like, hey are you andy <laughs> like yeah i am <laughs> um but uh but it's great man I, I love getting to talk to people i love the support from people that are like hey I, I love the videos i love what you're doing so it's uh it's pretty cool but yeah uh, at least once a week so it's gotta and, uh, be it's gotta be kind of cool, you know, like where somebody does come up to you and say, "Hey, are you Andy?" I mean, that's one of those four hundred thousand people, and you're it's finally putting a a face to that number, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. You know, I I look at it as an as an opportunity, uh, you know, get to reach people and teach stuff and spread some positivity and and all that good stuff, you know. So I've I've got no complaints about it at all. Well, it can also help, like, networking, you know, as far as helping other people. But also, you know, if you're looking for a piece of equipment, you know, you get that big of a, a group of people following you. Like, hey, uh, my grandpa's got, yeah. a, you know, something over here not too far from you or whatever, you know. Yeah, and it's funny. I I haven't really um, taken advantage of that so much just yet. Uh, well, 
well, no, I guess I take that back because any whenever I mention something, there's uh, there's definitely a, a a good amount of feedback and people. I mean, I, every now and again, I made a video way back talking about um, chainsaw chaps and uh, and all those and. Uh, a few people reached out to me and, and sent me a pair. Uh, that's actually a video that I'm going to be doing here shortly, um, just showing how uh, chainsaw chaps can, it's fabric that stops a chainsaw from cutting your leg off, turning you into Lieutenant Dan. And uh, right. it's, uh, you know, I, I still get messages like, hey, man, uh, I can send me an address. I'll send you some chainsaw chaps. No, no, they're covered. Thank you. Closet full now. I got, I got three pairs. I, I don't, I'm not trying to get greedy. Like, I, right. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely helpful. I mean, the manure spreader, um, I actually got from a, a guy who followed the page and he messaged me and he was like, you know, found out where I was at and he was like, five minutes up the road he's like what i'm like yeah man i'll come by <laughs> there you go so so with all the positive feedback <clears throat> would you mind telling us because I, I know it happens you got to get a little bit of negative feedback what what is some of that negative feedback that you you do get from some of your listeners um it's people who are dissatisfied with their own lives man <laughs> um so i don't take it too seriously but yeah i man so this, it makes up probably about two to four percent of the messages that I get, and those messages get ignored because I'm not, I'm not taking a bait, man. It ain't worth right, right. right. Um, but I, dude, I had one guy who came up out of nowhere who noticed that there were um, the number of notches in the bolts that I used to mount the plow onto the truck indicated that those were grade five bolts instead of grade eight bolts. And I said I was going to use grade eight bolts, but I accidentally, I guess, put grade fives on there. And he just called me. It's <laughs> like, That's, that just what sounds are you like trying to has... do? Act like you're an expert, this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, I'm. I can't count the number of times I said I wasn't an expert on something <laughs> like that, that just, to me just seems like somebody that has no nothing better to do <clears throat> nothing but time on their hands to count the notches on a bolt <laughs> and then to spend yeah. the time to send you a little bit of hate mail yeah <laughs> like like dude, I would pick up I would pick up a hobby what happens yeah like seriously get a girlfriend or something <laughs> well dude like no that might have a hard but... time <laughs> yeah yeah like, uh, that's, i don't know man that's the type of people who they'll they'll find something to complain about no matter what and then not realize like hey man everything sucks in your life you're the common thread in that right right yeah no i, but, I actually uh, read some of your comments when you when you put your videos out and then i honestly never see the negative stuff dude it just seems like everybody's really really supportive and thinks thinks nothing but the world of you and and loves your videos and, and your commentary because you do make it fun and you explain yourself and you're not af afraid to admit when you've made a mistake or you're wrong. And I think people like that real, that realness about you, that it's not, it's nothing staged. It's, it's not like you're, you've taken 17 takes on any video. It's just kind of, this is what happens. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, uh, uh, again, I, I don't think there's, I don't think I'm doing anybody any justice by showing it exactly working out perfectly the first time on everything um because showing the stuff that didn't work or uh or whatever along the way you know that that can be helpful too i and i don't think 
I don't think people are necessarily looking at my videos for, um, you know, like, oh, I do need to mount a plow to my two-wheel drive truck. Hey, I happen to find the, you know, like, it, it's more, it, it is for entertainment, but I hope that people are, are, you know, maybe getting to learn something along the way, or if not even that, getting expi- inspired to, to take on some, some stuff on their own that they might not normally do. Um, without, so, without spending an arm and a leg, you don't need new equipment. You don't, you can make old stuff work and. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I mean, it, just getting people and, and, uh, I include everybody, but men in particular, because, you know, I, I think that as men in today's society, you know, we have moved away from, from a lot of that, uh, that sense of independence and that willingness to, to get our hands dirty. And, uh, I don't like it. No, no, not at all. <clears throat> my, but, and I'm, I'm assuming, cause I know Matt's wife same way and my wife, and I'm assuming yours too. Our wives like to get out there and, <clears throat> and get in, the, get in the mix too. And, and I love that, but you know, my wife isn't too proud to let me do the heavy lifting either. And I, and I like that. So, yeah, yeah, no, I, that's, that is exactly the same. I mean, my, my wife, um, she grew up her, uh, her dad owned a, uh, company that built pools, um, concrete swimming pools. So she was working with him at, at a very young age and, uh, she's not, she ain't scared of any of it, which is good. Um, I wouldn't have married her if she was um i uh, i did have a choice in that one and uh yeah not not going for for the type who's worried about breaking a nail or something like that so what you're um, saying is you you wouldn't make it in like the kardashian home <laughs> dude I, as, dude okay here you go um so i am trying with everything in me to to uh, make videos and content that are helpful and meaningful and based on uh reality and their very existence uh is the antithesis of that right right, right. <laughs> like 100 you're famous for being famous and uh what like i don't i don't understand what i'm looking at here and also you're shaped all wrong you need to fire your plastic surgeon you know what i found <laughs> I, and i just heard this today and this is kind of off topic but it does have to do with the kardashians i didn't know this but did you know that you know i guess her and kanye broke up and travis barker the drummer for blink 182 is now dating her huh yeah i heard i just heard that today i'm like that's really weird hmm. i didn't hear Not, that yeah. uh, <laughs> And not that not I really care. Not necessarily one that I would uh, expect, but no, you know, whatever, man. That's uh, I don't know. That's that's their own their own little right. little world, and um, I guess that it matters to some people. <laughs> but uh, the, I just, all the that rest stuff. Of us have real problems. Yeah, so. I don't understand the. I don't. Know, I guess people just like drama. I guess why people like watching them. I have no idea. Because I would gouge my eyeballs out or, you know, I don't know. And then you always get the updates about, like, what's going on with the royal family. Like, who cares? Dude, I, we fought a war a couple hundred years I ago not to care about, about them. in <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I just don't understand why people are so fascinated with other people's lives. Like, well, and I say that talking to you because people are fascinated with your life. But 
those lives. Like you bring value, they don't. Yeah, in my like, opinion. Well, thank you. There, there's content, and there's depth to to what you're doing and and the things you're you're putting out there. Whereas, like you said, these people are famous for just being famous, and like, why do people concern themselves with that so much? Who cares? I don't know, man. It's the same reason that there's you know eight year old kids on YouTube making a million dollars a year, uh, opening up toys and playing with them. Yeah, yeah. I asked my my son's eight. And he watches these kids. I'm like, dude, turn that off. Who cares what they're doing? Because then it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's... Dad, can I get this? Dad, can I get that? Like, yeah, no, we uh not not all about that life. No, um... no. <laughs> I tried to get, like, uh, last night I was mowing the lawn, and uh, so I'm like, dude, come on. He's like, what? I'm like, you're going to learn how to mow the lawn today. So he was on the rider, and he's just, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that that's where I'm at with him. I'm like, you gotta get out of the house, dude. We we just bought him a nice basketball hoop, and you know, so he's and he's got trampoline. I mean, the kid's got whatever he wants, but like, it's outside stuff. Let's get outside. Let's yeah, it's beautiful I, out, dude. I mean, Don't I'm, sit in here. I'm I'm not so I'm not so um, ignorant as to think that you know it's even possible to to raise a kid without um, technology. I mean, that is what the the world is now there's no Mm -hmm. way around that nor do i think that it's a good idea for me to um impose my my beliefs on uh on on what a good way to live is you know like i i will forever it everybody stops watching tomorrow i'll go back to roofing houses and i will do that forever even though I, I might be qualified for more, that's what I like. I, but I'm never going to, like, I guess, force those ideals um, on my kids. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not going to allow them to um, completely surround themselves and their entire lives in, you know, a, a video game or, sure. or whatever. Um, you know, we've got our... Uh, uh, I mean, my, my boys have, um, they've got a tablet that they share with a time limit on it for the day. Yeah. And, uh, and it's pretty strictly monitored and, and it's, we're, we're not going to allow that to become their entire life, their entire basis for social interaction, you know, all that stuff. Yep, and that's oh. uh, that's kind of how me and my wife operate as well. We, uh, you know, you got X amount of time. This is what you get after that. Yeah, go grab a stick and turn it into a rifle. Yeah, that's what we and, did when we uh, were kids. Yeah, pretty much. Go find something to hit your brother with. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was four years old, I was I'm the youngest of three. When I was four, and you say hit your brother with. Um, my brother, my one brother, well, both of them were chased me around. I fell into this like shallow ditch, but it was like a dry ditch. And my, my oldest brother told my middle brother, Hey, throw the horseshoe at him. Cause they were chasing me around with like real horseshoes. He goes, throw the horseshoe at him, but don't hit him. Yeah. It hit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did when we were kids. Yeah. yeah. But. Well, and I mean, th- there were certain things about growing up that way without technology being a huge factor that um i think and i'm not a child psychologist but i feel like they're you know essential to development and to figuring out who you are as a person and what you like look when i was when i was a kid um 
probably from I don't know six years old up until um, uh, up until I got into chasing girls. Um, like I I would go in the woods every day all summer. Uh, me and my buddy Will a lot, um, and we did all kinds of stuff like building building stuff. I mean, you think this is the first time that I built a log structure, dude? When I was a when I was like eleven years old, we built a two story fort out mm-hmm. of logs, and it held um surprisingly uh like it wasn't like on Step Brothers. this is the coolest thing ever yeah, why'd you let us do wasn't. this <laughs> 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 <What>? <laughs> oh, man. no it did actually hold um but you know that and you know also doing stuff we weren't supposed to like i, I figured out that you could make like a really really sweet m80 by uh taking the the little model rocket engines mm-hmm. that they will sell you if you're a kid um and it is actual gunpowder or whatever <laughs> yeah. and uh yeah you can grind those up and put them into a 35 millimeter film canister and uh put a fuse on that you can make one hell of an m80 with it nice um and you know that and light stuff on fire and you know fast forward 20 years after that and i you know work construction and and you know, as I had mentioned to you guys before, I've been involved with the fire department uh, at different points for years. So building stuff and burning stuff, that's what I learned. And that's what I figured out I liked. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, but I think that those, those kinds of activities where you're, it's not structured, it's not like forced into a time slot, it's not supervised, is helpful to 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 growth and i'm i'm thankful for the opportunity you know that uh that my boys are gonna get to have some of that you know there's plenty of times where i've got something that i'm working on that you know maybe they can't be involved with you know like hey run this uh run this beat with a stick welder real quick like you're six no i'm not doing that right but i'll you know send them, like go into the woods like go on go well i think it's good for their uh their psychological development, you know, where they're, where they're able to use their imagination and, and think on their own and figure things out. Whereas like if they're staring at a video game or a, you know, you're, they're just watching somebody else's imagination work. Now if they're yeah. out, if they're outside and they're playing and they're making, they're just making up games as they go and they're playing cops and robbers, whatever. Um, you know, I think that's important for them to develop as, as young human beings to develop their brains for like problem solving and, and keeping themselves entertained and figuring things out and then just expanding their mind a little bit. Whereas if you're, if you're just playing a video game or you're just watching a video with, with other people playing, you're not doing anything but watching somebody else's imagination go to work. Yeah, no, it's just, it's like, it's just visual dopamine. Like mm-hmm. they get, they get a little happy chemicals from it and there's nothing bigger going on there. And I love um, watching it myself. Like I, it, it's so much fun watching my son and his buddies play and just you can hear them laughing oh, yeah. and giggling and they're just making up stuff and just it's just so much it's entertaining for me to watch it's almost yeah. therapeutic no, and i love this and so they'll run up to you and, and say some nonsense like oh yeah we're doing a such and such like, okay bud that's yeah. great yep yep <laughs> <Back> on. <laughs> so, the occasional wipe out and you gotta tape up some knees and oh, elbows yeah. but hey it's oh, part yeah. of life you know my son knows better than to come to me now because anytime he'd come to me before, he's like, "Oh, I hurt my finger, I'm bleeding." I just pull out my pocket knife and I tell him, "All right, well, we got to cut it off." 
and it just make it worse. <laughs> now he just goes to mom. He don't come to me for that stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Oh dude, Billy, my uh, my youngest. He uh, <laughs> I, and I didn't post this on the page, um, but uh, he got spurred in the face by a rooster. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now um, I'm sure that he was messing with the rooster, and he knew not to, not to do that. But uh, no, yeah, I wasn't, Dad. I, I swear I wasn't, Dad. <laughs> yeah, like okay, yeah. bud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what were you doing? Were you I, chasing? I, I was six years old too once, just so we know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, it it got him. Uh, it got him deep, and uh, yeah, that uh, the rooster he ain't with us no more. Mm. <laughs> It happens. Was, Roosters, uh, they, they can they can be mean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My buddy had one. Also, important to a child's development. You know, you need to get chased by a mean mm-hmm. rooster once in a while. I yep. think that's good for. Them. Touch a hot <laughs> stove once, you'll learn, right? Yeah. So. But. My buddy had one. He he free ranged his chickens, and as soon as you got out of the truck, he was coming at you, and you just had to kick him. Yeah. And he's yeah, obviously uh, he didn't last very long, but. Yeah, that's that's how Forrest was before he uh, got an extra hole in him um, yeah. <laughs> quickly. But he, uh, yeah, I mean he he would come after the kids, and uh, he came after my wife, and you know she had uh, she had punted him a few times, and uh, apparently it wasn't enough. I kicked him one time. He he flew a good twenty feet, and then after that he was like, nope, nope, not not messing with the big guy, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but everyone else. He was. Uh, he was he was something but well that's, that's just that's the problem i have with my pig um you, matt and i sent you that video saturday of yeah us, we were yeah we we're putting up the pig pen and uh my pig loves me i hate her and she hates everybody else and so she'll chase <laughs> you and she'll try biting you she'll sneak up i mean she's she's like a sniper she'll sneak up behind <laughs> you and bite you and then run away and so she's she's kind of for lack of a better term she's a bitch and yeah. so we we're building her a pig pen to we're gonna put her in there because we we let her free range around. She doesn't ever leave. I wish she would. She won't. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna put her in. A, we we built a big pen for her and and got a big house for her and stuff like that. Because same thing, man. She's she's an asshole. She she don't like man, anybody. The the social dynamics of farm animals is uh, intriguing and not something that everybody really gets to experience. Um, because you know, obviously, like. You've got the chickens, and they have their own literal pecking order, and uh, and and which is obviously where the term comes from. But um, but and and all of uh, all of their little deals. But we've got these goats. I don't love these goats, but I love my wife, so we have these goats. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and it's so funny because uh, the 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 plan with them is is. Uh, we're going to be breeding a few of them. So these goats do actually have names. They are not going to be dinner anytime soon unless they break out one more time. But, uh, <laughs> but they like, there's, uh, the, the older, uh, female boer, uh, her name's Ducky. She's chill. She doesn't want to be petted, but she's chill. She doesn't try and run off. She doesn't try and mess with anything. She doesn't try and eat you while you're walking. Then there's Dodger. Dodger is an ass. He will. He wants to headbutt you. He wants to fight you. I, he's just playing. But like, 
one time uh, like i had to grab him by the horns and and uh lead him back into the pen and he thrashed one time and i got my thumb caught between his horns right there at the top of his skull and he like tried to break my thumb off mm. like, he's he's a turd and then he just jumps around and frolics like <laughs> it was fun <laughs> like, keep it up and boy then, yeah and then and then the little ones chip the uh the the little flat-lipped um, one yeah that yeah. one chip. Uh, <laughs> chip chip he's uh he's a like he's mischievous he's the one who's always breaking out um i swear that goat is made of liquid uh i have added so much to the bottom portion of that fence around their pen um and he still just finds a way out i don't know how he does it well hey man no we we are actually coming up on our first break so let's put a pause to it and we'll get back to it to that story because i talked to you yesterday i want to ask you about that um so Let's let's take a quick break and we'll, we'll come back and we're we'll, we'll gonna finish that Sound good? Losing you a little bit. Good time to take a break. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Black Cash Podcast. podcast again we got andy from andy's little homestead with us we were just talking about your liquid goat chip <laughs> yeah man so i called you yesterday just to uh make sure <clears throat> sorry my voice i don't i lost my voice sunday night for some reason and you're just getting it back but uh i was talking to you yesterday about uh just confirming you know you were coming on blah 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 and you were um coming out of the store and you <laughs> you were buying uh, uh razor wire yeah so what's up with that uh well the they were uh from what i could tell squeezing out of the bottom section of the pen and uh my my lumber supply is a little bit low so i was like okay well maybe if i can put a little bit around the perimeter down there kind of make that uh make that gap a little bit smaller for them to get through they they won't squeeze through and uh yeah chip don't care um and chip <laughs> is not affected by barbed wire um <laughs> probably should have done some research on this one beforehand it was a bit of an impulse um maybe i wanted the goat to be cut i don't know but uh no i I just wanted him to stay in um and uh yeah so i i got that around the perimeter this afternoon 
when it stopped raining and um he immediately came right out and i was Oh, piss, man. <laughs> well, so, is, is your electric fence working? I you put, you put out a video, uh, like a, yeah, the a electric fence ago. is yeah. working is working pretty good at keeping them out of the crops. Um, so I let them free range during the day, um, but you know I put them up in the evening. But then sometimes when I, uh, you know, go back over there, it, like they're just out, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, you might might maybe uh, put up another electric fence. Yeah, I had I had thought about that. I don't know. I I ended up grabbing every stick and log and everything that I could find, and piling it around the base of the fence, and it seems to be working. Well, that's good. Yeah, until they figure that out. Until <laughs> they start eating the wood. It always yeah. amazes me how smart animals are, and, and and they're resourceful. Like they figure it out. They'll like you make a like my and I pigs are smart by nature, but uh, oh yeah, you know they figure it out. They figure out the problem, and the, and then they you know rectify it. So it. You know, yeah. good luck. No, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, you know, if it's not pissing you off, you can take the time to appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Or pissing your neighbors off or whoever else. <laughs> yeah. 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 So sorry get, about your flowers there, Tim. Yeah. So getting back to the electric fence, you put that around your garden and um I know in your video you said you had some crops um starting to sprout and stuff. So what's what's going on with all that? How's that working out? Now that you're finally getting a little bit of rain. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's finally starting up. Um, the biggest thing, like, this year, I, I planted um, uh, a bunch of corn and a bunch of soybeans. Uh, both um, both of those were uh, just regular commercial hybrids. Um, and then uh, I had also gotten some uh, a whole bunch of different heirloom varieties uh, from uh, Baker Creek is the company, which uh, the guy messaged me, and then I looked them up. I'm like, oh, crap, y'all are huge. Um <laughs> But uh, he sent me a bunch of stuff, and and uh, the plan with the heirloom varieties was to uh, basically see what worked. Um, mm-hmm. The soil conditions are pretty much the same throughout, but just to kind of have an idea of what was going to be best, because uh, you know heirloom varieties are self-pollinating. You can save the seed and right. uh, yep. and plant them next year, which uh, is kind of a, a goal of mine. So. So I had a question about, because I watched the video and you were showing different pictures of the different crops and you had that one breed of corn and listen, I'm no farmer, but it was like, I guess they call it Indian corn. Am am I saying that right? But there's probably a really specific name. It's a different colored corn. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just one of the, one of the, uh, well, it's like field corn. It's not a sweet corn. So it's it's more for your animals than yeah it's it's for for them and you can also grind it up and and you know make cornmeal out of it and and all that but uh it's uh it, it's more as a grain than as a vegetable like sweet corn i got you. see if my wife grew that shit it'd be strong from every window and door go for decoration oh, there's some, there's yeah. some good white girl pinterest uh <laughs> yeah potential exactly. with some of them pretty pretty different corns there <laughs> it definitely wouldn't be getting made into purple bread it'd, it'd be decorations and we could be yeah, starving no, man. we're making tortillas that's <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but uh yeah i mean it's pretty i don't care about it being pretty um but it is <laughs> and uh and it's pretty cool but but also you know i, I from a, a self-sufficiency standpoint you know not being dependent on uh seed buying seed every year um right you know that's uh that's a big deal for me and it's it's pretty cool well um, like, i mean you look at the pan pandemic 
you know, and they shut down gardening for whatever reason, and everybody's yeah. home, you couldn't get seeds. Yeah. So I if mean, you can it's... save them and store them properly, you... and good heirloom yeah, cool. seeds are awesome, you know. Yeah, uh, that that to me is really cool, and it's cool to me like that some of these varieties are like okay, well this particular one was uh, from this area and. Uh, has been around since freaking 18 something or other i'm like dang man that's that's cool you know our our uh a lot of our food supply gets kind of homogenous you know yeah uh, a tomato is a tomato you got five different types of apples and whatever but there's so many different uh things that are out there even corn you think about corn it's corn but it's not um yeah yeah you showed and, that uh, picture of like what corn looked like when settlers you know come to this country I never knew that, you know, like growing up as a kid, you oh, yeah, man. see like the that's, pictures from Thanksgiving, you see these giant ears of corn and it's like, yeah, well, that don't... that's hundreds of years of selective breeding. And it might've been before that, that corn looked like that, but yeah. I but mean... that's a just, I mean, that was a start of it and to see where corn looked like wheat and now it's, it's what it is. Yeah. Corn's a grass. Not able to know that corn's a grass. So yeah, man, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's pretty wild, but, um, you know, it's interesting to me. Speaking of hate, <laughs> hate mail and uh, and stuff that I've gotten, you know, in that video, I, um, you know, I went into a, a fair amount of depth about um, hybrids and, and GMOs and, and heirloom crops and, and the different benefits of each of them. And man, there is no group angrier than the anti-GMO crowd. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But that's the thing. You can't, you're not going to grow thousands of acres of heirloom seeds yeah i mean you're 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 just trying to sustain a small farm right a small farm right in the grand scheme of things you have like a very small farm you know yeah i mean and and i don't know i try and look at everything from a a practicality first standpoint Mm -hmm. you know it's like there is a reason that these modern hybrids these modern gmos and stuff like that exist and there has been a lot of good that's come from that and some unintended consequences but right but you know we've gone from 70 percent of the population being involved with agriculture to like less than one right that's efficient i think that, that the, is I really, think the number, really efficient uh, yeah i think it's three to four percent of the United States supplies all the food for the United yep. States. Yeah, it's a well, very small thing, number. Yeah. Well, and and the thing with that too is that like, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, as I'm trying to get this stuff to grow in first year soil, and not really knowing what I'm doing. Um, and I'm just thinking about it from the standpoint of like, can you imagine being like a new settler somewhere, and actually starting a homestead but you're like actually dependent on that stuff to grow to not die yeah to feed you and your family yeah yeah right now you can go down in the store if your crop fails you know yeah you personally you know it's like i'm feeling pretty privileged right now (laughs) uh, sure because like that's that's wild you know and not only that they didn't have a tractor to yank the stumps out the ground like i mean that or or to uh to till everything up. i mean the amount of work that goes into making anything grow how you want it to and and to being the point of sustainable i mean 
you know, I think I think there's a lot of people, and and I would include myself uh, in this, but who romanticize the the idea of you know going out there and being self sufficient and mm-hmm. and doing this that and the other, and and it's all great and it's an awesome goal to shoot for, um, but <laughs> the reality is is that it's uh it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, yesterday I spent probably half the day just taking care of weeds. Um, I don't have a cultivator to drag behind the tractor, so it was just me with a hoe. Right. And, uh, dude, and I'm just trying to take them out so that they're not robbing nutrients from the stuff that I'm trying to grow. Right. But to think about the people who did that um, when they didn't have an option. Yeah, that out of necessity. Yeah, like that is uh, that's pretty wild, man. We've we've gotten soft. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, it's not gardening now is a hobby to back then where it was a necessity you had yeah. to if you wanted to live and survive through the winter and you were you know completely dependent on mother nature you know yeah so like yeah like, you know we were in a drought and you had a if you had a bad crop you didn't have much to put away for the winter i mean you know well, you're hunting then obviously for protein mm-hmm. but what if you know yeah yeah things happen and that's the death rate was pretty high back in the day you know yeah so, I mean, there was there was a real impact to that. And then fast forward to today, the people who are so, I, I hate to use the word, but so privileged to say like, oh, all these GMOs are bad and all of this is bad and, and, and uh, you know, that extends to, to other groups, you know, like... Um, the idea of veganism is only sustainable in very small areas of the world uh, because of what would naturally grow there on its own, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to to what crops are available to us now to purchase at a grocery store. It's um, it's like, dang man, the I think it all needs to be kept into perspective. For sure. Um, you know, if you if you don't want to, if you don't want to eat GMOs, if you want to go all organic, if you want to do this out or the other, great, fine, do it. Good, you have the opportunity to do that because we live in the time that we do. Right. But the idea that everything else is an absolute evil is pretty asinine. So, at this point, are you starting to? I know you wanted to figure out what was going to work and what wasn't going to work for you. And, and so you can kind of plan ahead for next year. Are you starting to see, even though through the drought, you're, are you starting to kind of get an idea of what crops are probably going to work and what, what ones yeah. probably shouldn't waste? Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, all of the, uh, all the heirloom stuff that I got has done awesome. So from a practicality standpoint, what am I going to pick next year? Um, right. Right. And, so I've got it, you know, the, the two varieties of corn that I had are doing really, really well, um, comparatively. And, uh, and, um, the most of the beans are killing it too. Um, again, by comparison, none of it looks great when I film it, but, but I'm happy about it. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I mean you, you took a shot in the dark, and it, it, you're growing something. I mean, I, that's nothing to not be proud of. You're doing more than, yeah. what, 95% of this country is doing. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I, I have a pretty good idea. I'm, um, 
you know, uh, one of those two varieties of corn is, is definitely, uh, you know, that I showed that we're doing well. Those are definitely ones that, that, um, you know, I'll probably look at, at, uh, growing next year and, and then saving from year to year. And I can't, um, everything's grown so close together. I can't save the seed from this year because there's a fair chance that I'm going to end up with, uh, something that got cross pollinated mm-hmm. between uh, different between different uh, strains breeds yeah types whatever um, so a couple of people messaged me about that like nope not not saving them this year just trying it um, and uh, and seeing what works so well, that's a so good I've thing gotta... too I mean you're getting uh, you know <clears throat> as, as much as much information you're giving out is about like this is how you do this or this is how I'm doing that and this is why you're also getting that feedback from the people that view your, view your videos and you're learning as well from them, like people that have that experience. So, I mean, it's kind of a give and take and that's a good thing that you're getting positive feedback. So oh, you don't make a, you, you know, Dude, you're not making mistakes so people can tell I, you. I, I had a guy message me yesterday. Um, and he was like, Hey man, if you, uh, you know, if you take the seeds and, and, uh, you put a couple of them in a plastic bag with paper towel, soak it, and and uh try and get them germinate you can test it before you waste all the time putting them in the ground he's like because the uh the one hybrid that you got that was probably old seed um which makes sense it was sent to me in a giant coffee can but um i'm like dang man that would have actually saved me a lot of work and he was like i even do it with new seed just to check it and i was like that's a really good idea it is even (laughs) if heirloom um i don't know if we talked about you know, you do you follow Mi Gardner on YouTube? Uh, no. Okay, he's just north of Detroit, and he's got his own seed company. But he puts Ooh. out a lot of good, and all he does is heirloom stuff, and he sells them. It's two bucks a pack. Ooh. Um, just check. I mean, if he's got a lot of good videos of you know informing people how to to grow stuff. Oh, cool. So, um, I like local, you know, supporting local businesses yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, that's that's awesome. So I um, <clears throat> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying he he shows a lot, you know, how to save the seeds. Like tomato seeds, you gotta ferment. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just stick pick the seeds out of the plant and stick them in a bag and stick them in your fridge. You know, you gotta get that uh, slimy coating off. Mm-hmm. Um, you got so there's a process to that, but most other things are as easy as literally just taking out of the plant and cleaning oh, them up yeah. and throw them in a bag. You know, a bag. You know, so yeah. But it's been great, man. You know, there's there's a lot of people who've reached out like, hey, man if you do this or you know try this out and and i i think that's kind of the nature of having so many followers is like if i put if i do a video on welding i've out of four hundred thousand people watching i've got probably a thousand people who weld every single day of their life that's their job right you know so um so having having those people reach out and be like hey man i saw this it it if you try doing this, that, or the other, it might work out better for you. And, and it's, it, it's great. You know, I, um, I'm still learning through the whole process. Uh, the only thing I can claim any sort of expert status really is on is roofing. So beyond that, it's like, I'm happy to have the information. Yeah. Jack of all trades, right? Yeah, man. So yeah, the, uh, well, I had a, th- thought there and i think i just lost it <laughs> i was just sitting back listening to you guys talk I, I'm, I'm just enjoying the conversation well I, I, I was that just made me have a new thought here but i think when we talked to you last you had what three hundred thirty thousand followers now you're at the 420 yep 
You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? I said you're welcome. <laughs> no, it's the no. other way around. So now, do you and uh, you and Mama have like your own little garden where you got your, like your tomatoes and 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 you know stuff like that, your, your cucumbers and peppers? Do you got anything like that going on at, at your house? Uh, no, no. All my eggs are in this one basket. Mm. <laughs> I um. Uh, again, it, it, this year was kind of more of an experiment than anything. Um, at at the time, it I wasn't really in a position to be starting stuff indoors. And I mean, where we where we live now is small. It's a single wide. Um, yeah. So there's not there's not a whole lot of real estate to work with. Um, I'm hoping next year uh, by the spring, I'm I'm hoping to build like a small greenhouse. Um, to be able to uh to you know start some things indoors things like peppers and and stuff that that uh isn't really gonna work um with the with the short growing season without starting it indoors yeah um but it's uh it's something that i'm that i'm definitely looking at doing um you know like i said probably next year right you can do a cheap like little hoop house get some cattle panel from tsc or wherever Mm-hmm. And just bend it up and over, stick some plastic over it, and you'd probably be less than hundred bucks. I thought about using cattle panels. I've I've always seen the PVC, but uh, that's a good idea for a small one. You know, for something small, at least test it. You know, um, yeah. we we run a we got a trellis for our uh, pickling cucumbers, and we mm-hmm. bend it up and over and shoot. They're already like growing up to the top of it already, and it's that's easy awesome. to bend. You know, it's, I think it was twenty bucks for a sixteen footer. And you can walk yeah. underneath it easily enough, you know. So put a little shelf well, on each side. and. Well, because that's what I was thinking about doing. Like like I said, just, you know, PVC bent up and over. But uh, I had wondered about, you know, actually supporting the middle sections mm-hmm. um, of the plastic. And I could see that working. Sweet. So yeah. You're always learning something. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about the, you know, the PVC in the winter is going to get brittle. Yeah. And so it ain't going to last. I mean, it'll last a little while. I know there's videos out there, and people are probably criticize me for, you know, not saying don't use PVC, or PVC but that's fine. But uh, cattle well, panel's cheap. Everybody, everybody's you know. an expert. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. So, I mean, you might want to, you know, have to, like, brace it up a little bit, you know, when starts pushing mm. on it. But and I, that's a pretty cheap option, I think. Cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple other kind of retrofit type ideas. Right now, I've got um, the uh, my my little uh, metal frame tarp covered carport type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at actually converting that to something a little bit more permanent. I'm amazed that it made it through winter, even with you know clearing snow off of it on the regular. I mean, there was a lot of weight on it. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that little tarp held up, but I, I I wouldn't give it a second year of that. Right. So um, so I'm planning on on taking that and converting. And I think that might make a good video. You know, it's uh, cheap and uh, dude, lumber prices, like I mentioned before, are out of control. So yeah, using something like that that's uh, that's not going to require a second mortgage uh, <laughs> in lumber costs. I, I think that'll be a good one. Yeah. But I love doing stuff like that, man. You know, just kind of taking what you got and well, making it work. That's why I like about your videos is, you know, like, because I do a lot of stuff like you do and just in general, you know, you have something planned in your head. And in your yeah. head, it's perfect. 
yeah. then you do it, and it's like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, why did I even think that was going to work, you know? But you adapt and overcome, you know? Yeah. And you, that's yeah. how you learn, you know? Shoot for perfect, you landed decent. Yep. It'll work. Yeah. Let her wobble. Let her wobble, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, <clears throat> all the all the stuff we, I, I built my uh, pig pen for, I actually, people had given it to me. Um, the fence came from a deer farm that closed down, so we got that for free. Another person gave us the the <clears throat> treated two two by sixes or whatever they were. What are they? There's or four uh, by fours. Excuse me. Yeah. And then, uh, but the only thing I didn't have, I I need to line the bottom with some uh, like one by pressure treated stuff. So I was looking today. It's only a twenty by twenty pens. I I got to fill in three sides at the bottom. I was going to put uh, one by tens around the bottom. So I went and looked at Lowe's this morning while I was getting ready for work. Just went online and, dude, they're like $44 for a board. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm, like, I'm, how, how, the, how the hell do people afford to build anything at this point? Like, there's just no way. I don't, I don't know, man. And it's crazy because even that has, uh, has affected other areas like, um, to use mobile home market for one <laughs> as as we're trying to uh to get all that squared away um dude even the used ones are are uh are pretty expensive yeah <laughs> and they probably need work too if yep yeah, I, yeah. I was, we were looking at campers because <clears throat> we enjoy camping and we've i've always done tent camping but then i introduced my wife to a camper and now she just has to have a camper I know. <laughs> Don't pick on me. <laughs> but hey man, it just, happens to the best of <laughs> look, Looking at campers, though, I mean, you're looking at shit that's like 10, 15 years old, and they want like top price, like seven, eight, nine thousand dollars $9,000. By the way, the roof's had a leak. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, Oh, man, and, well, and and inflation ain't helping anything. No, but, no. You know, there's there's always a workaround, you know. Yeah, I, I end up finding. I usually ways. try to find a deal. I, I mean, I always come up on something. I mean, you know how it is. Um, so oh, I'm yeah. just kind of no, biding I, my time. I, dude, well, and I stay on marketplace. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. I've got like a, a list of a dozen things that I feel like I need at some point. Well, I, I mean, as, pop, as popular as you are, you probably got a whole team looking for you right now. <laughs> yeah, no. <man. laughs> he's got his crew underneath the, the trailer or, or mobile home, and he's got a computer set up everywhere, searching oh, the yeah. interwebs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your boss. Uh, that's that's the team that responds to um, all the messages that I get, <laughs> right? Uh, but still keeps the grammar a little bit improper so that they think that it's me, not me, still just me. Um, hey, but, I, I got a question. I'm, I'm sure some, maybe nobody wants to know. Maybe I'm just a weird motherfucker. Um, did you ever actually, I, we watched the video where you built your outhouse. Have you actually put that thing to use? Cause you put some work into it all the time, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm working over there most days. Um, and I, uh, I don't eat healthy, uh, and that comes out and, <laughs> and it happens on its own schedule and yeah, all the time. I still haven't put a door on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe oh, I'm assuming you're far, but far enough back in the woods that it shouldn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You know, if you, if you're seeing anything cause you showed up, well, that's on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, but yeah, no, all the time. 
it's uh it's nice my wife and i watch the show i don't i'm not sure if you have cable where you're at or what excuse me i got burp real quick <clears throat> but we watch a show called building off the grid so it shows all these families building off the grid and it's an it's a neat show just you know what they're doing and um but they had this family that built in like the colorados it, it was like in the Rockies somewhere and um they had an outhouse that they built that was like i don't know 30 feet off the home but they put a wood burner in it which it sounds like a good idea because you're in colorado and the rockies and it's cold and blah 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 but, you gotta feed that thing. Right? Yeah, you either gotta feed that thing, or by the time it actually gets warm, you're already done. I thought that was really stupid. Yeah, that. So my plan with that, um, before my life changed, uh, when I was planning on using that outhouse to take craps in in the middle of winter, um, I uh, my plan was to actually get uh, like uh, the the camper had a uh a gas space heater um it's thermostatically controlled uh so it will actually you know cut itself down at, at a certain point and uh i had planned on taking one of those and putting it in um because then it's like you know it'll maintain it if it, like insulating and putting that in that way it would maintain it at like 50 degrees you know something reasonable where you're not freezing your ass to the seat right. and uh and and doing it that way um to uh to make it a little bit more comfortable but yeah as a wood burner uh that i don't know man that kind seems of pretty like excessive to, yeah. me, to me it, it was more like aesthetics just to it was a look well you got a lot uh, you watch a lot of those shows though there's people with a lot of money yeah that want to act like they live a certain way and who's got money to spend yeah. on a wood burner for an outhouse I, and here's the thing like talking about they have a lot of money like they go out like <laughs> you watch these shows it's like this is my wife she chases butterflies for a living and i sharpen pencils what's your budget <laughs> six million dollars mm-hmm. 2.2 million yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and <laughs> i i know that's the, the long-running house hunters show but yeah it's uh no i mean it it's uh it's not so different in the homesteading or off-grid you know online video creator whatever the hell my job title is now um like there's definitely a lot of it it's uh like well we're we're gonna do this completely off grid and this that and the other and it's like you know they'll, they'll talk about having the money to do something or not having the money to do something and i'm like dude that is a sixty thousand dollar truck and an eighty thousand dollar tractor that i'm looking at right there like right, I, yeah right I, I know what i'm looking at right it's <laughs> you know it's not uh this is my 1953 john deere 40 and uh, we broke the steering pin and i can't find another one so we're gonna make that yeah like yeah you, you don't know, see that there's a big disconnect between the show that that gets portrayed in a lot of ways and uh and the reality of it because and, and i've said it before man what i'm doing you know it's not really all that different than the way that plenty of people in america and and across the world live yeah. you know um people have real budgets yeah. people have uh you know things that that they've got to uh to work around on that front and um i don't know man just just watching uh watching what gets done on on some of those channels i'm like okay you know and and they got it good for them you know they're they're doing it that way but but don't try and sell it as like 
you know, oh, we're, we just, you know, um, we want to be completely off grid and away from society. Society made us this couple million dollars along with my trust fund, but whatever. Right. You know, like it's, um, well, Hey man, I'm, I know I'm cutting you off. I know I am. And, and I want to get into that. I want to get into that budget thing. Um, but we are coming up on another break, unfortunately. Um, they so, kick us off if we don't. Yeah. So. so let's let's hold that thought. And when we come back, I want to get into that budget thing and, and kind of pick your brain on that. If you're willing to come back for another half hour. You can yeah, absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's take a quick break. This is Black Cash Podcast with Annie from Annie's Little Homestead. We will talk to you in a few. again still with andy and we we're talking about um these uh shows we watched that these people have these multi-million dollar budgets that decide they want to live off the land and it looks spectacular and everything works out to a t no problems nothing happening now my question for you andy you moved um it again going back to our first show we did with you you moved from uh the carolinas up to here I don't think you had a clear plan in sight and correct me if I'm wrong, but you knew, no. you, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you knew that you wanted to kind of live off and build your own homestead. What was your, um, initial plan? Like, like, did you set a budget for yourself? Like I want to be able to sustain myself for 10 grand a year and be successful in sustaining myself and my family and my homestead at X amount of dollars. Did you have that kind of plan in mind or, or no, have man, a number I, set. Okay, so when I moved up here, um, living in the camper and and stuff like that, man, that's uh, that's just that was glorified homelessness, like straight up. Um, you know, I, I was. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's good. Glorified homelessness. <laughs> like, Why didn't you no, go to California, I, dude? They welcome <laughs> you guys with open arms. Yeah, no, there's plenty of people making videos about their van life. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Not, not so no plan uh, in mind you just kind of moved up here no it, it was <laughs> just an idea it, it sure. was like i want to um I, I want to be able to produce what i use as much as possible um and and work within kind of the the confines of of what i got here um you know not too dissimilar from how it it uh people would have done it a hundred years ago other than the fact that i have a tractor but 
though I didn't have a tractor at the time, but uh, but that was the goal, you know. It was just uh, working a normal job, roofing houses, and uh, and so budget wise, it was kind of just like what I was able to do at the time, um, and and kind of going from there. And I obviously had I, I had no idea that the page would take off and that I'd um, you know, actually be able to make a living doing that. Um, I ain't a one percenter yet or anything, but, but it, it, you know, it's done well. So, so that's pretty awesome. Um, but I, uh, no, I, I never really had a, a dollar amount attached to it. Um, it was just kind of a, a goal to pursue. So, but you, and I know we covered this last time, but, um, to reiterate you, you already had the land, right? When you moved up here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was making, uh, and, and still am making payments on it. Um, but it's cheap. It's like less than a car. Yeah. Um, so, and I obviously don't have a car payment on my, my (laughs) but you got extended warranty. So you're good there. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't know if we dug into this too deep last time, but what, what in you decided what made you decide that you won? Well, I, I mean, I knew you had the land in Michigan, but what made you decide that, you know what, I'm going to go up here, I'm going to just start living off the land? What what was it in you that instead of just moving up here, getting a regular job, moving into a house, blah, 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 you wanted to <clears throat> go the other route where you're going to live off um, resources around you, build your own thing, and do your own thing? What, what was it in you that inspired you to do something like that? Opportunity. Sometimes... Uh, a difficult life situation is actually an opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I had mentioned it, uh, previously, but, um, uh, and, and without going too far into my personal life, you know, moving up here was, uh, was a move for, uh, my family and, and as a, as an attempt to, to kind of make some things right. Um, after getting sober and, you know, getting my life together. Um, so I was in a circumstance where I was able to, um, I was able to just give it a shot and my life prior to Michigan was pretty normal. I, I had a, a roofing company, um, that I had started and, and built and, uh, you know, 80 hour weeks and, and all the stress that comes along with that. I really wanted to go a different direction than that. I didn't want to do that again. Um, that life in many ways contributed to my drinking problem. Um, and, uh, and so I, I wanted to do something different. I had the opportunity and, uh, that was it. Just, you know, let her wobble. So, so at a pretty much the proverbial crossroads. Yeah. yeah. Really, um can go this know, way or can go this way. Well, and the thing is, man, I, I everybody or I I think that a large number of adult men have had the thought like, man, you know what? I just want to live in the woods. Yeah. Keep it simple not have to worry about all the stuff and all the, you know, everything else. It's easy to get caught in the life trap of like, okay, you know, I, I, uh, either got, got a job or I, you know, finished college and got a job or, or whatever. And then, okay, well I got this pay raise. So I'm going to buy this nicer thing or this nicer house or this nicer truck and 
all that. And, uh, there's no real fulfillment in any of that. Right. And so, um, so I think everybody's had the thought of like, Oh, what about just leaving it all behind? <laughs> mm-hmm. Get out of the rat, race. Do you the think, rat race. Yeah. And, and not to cut you off, but I am cutting you off and I promised I wouldn't do that, but I am. <laughs> it's okay. Um, do you think that it was in some way, and I'm going to get kind of deep with you. Do you think it was in some way kind of therapeutic to you and healing for you with the situation you were coming out of to you're almost like just erasing. And I don't want to say erasing like you erased your past, but you're kind of like starting anew. And so you came yeah, up here and, and you're going to, you know, I'm starting fresh. And when I, when I start fresh, I want to start from the, the, the bottom improved myself improved my family and friends that i can make a life for myself and i'm going to prove to me more than anybody that i can do it and sustain myself and my family not yeah, again not um, necessarily erasing your past but starting a brand new right from the bottom do you think that was had may had something to do with it yeah i i um i think that that was definitely a factor i um and and maybe it is i i think that for a lot of people when they uh you know if they make the choice to get sober they find that their life changes in ways that they didn't really imagine um you know your uh friends change uh you you have a, a very different way of looking at things and for me it was like the biggest appeal was to um simplify uh earlier on I had done, uh, I, I did a video that uh, was titled Stop Outsourcing Your Life, you know, basically telling people you've gotten so far away of doing whatever it is for yourself, and there's no fulfillment in that. Um, and there's a lot of fulfillment in taking the time to do the things like, you know, your own car maintenance, fixing things that break, cooking stuff, you know, all of that. And there's no, um, there's no real better way of doing that than starting <laughs> in a camper in the woods. Uh, I think I had a few thousand dollars saved up when I moved here, and that was it. Yeah. So, because um, it's not a simpler you know, life, in in the aspect of hard work. It's it's no easier. No, um, it's, no it's it's but, actually it's a, it's actually a lot harder, but physically, but mentally, know, at the end of the day, you're 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 telling yourself look. I made it through today and there's just tomorrow what it is, and you're, and you're building it on your own. You're building is, your life is that every decision and action is geared towards that goal mm-hmm. of, of building your life. It's, it's not, um, it's not about like, okay, well, what am I going to do this weekend or, you know, who are we hanging out with or, you know, uh, all these kind of empty things. It's like every decision is, um, is based on, I don't want to say surviving. I mean, there was no real risk, but you're kind of feeling, you're filling that void of, instead of going out and doing what you normally do, you're filling that void with your life. You're filling it with making a living. Yep. Something's got to get built something's yep. got to get fixed something's got to and um it, it's just purpose. that was uh, You're filling it with purpose yeah yeah purpose that that's the word <laughs> um you know because so so many people just 
and myself included at, at a different point, you know, they, they go through life, but they're not, uh, they're not experiencing it. Um, and, and they don't have much fulfillment from it. You know, mm-hmm. they have their job and they go home and they, you know, uh, zone out watching TV or, you know, drown or bury themselves into, you know, different interests and sports. You know, I'm, I'm in the minority of, uh, uh, Southern adult men, I don't care about sports at all. I, I don't. I, I used to. I, yeah. Nothing. Uh, nothing against it, but it doesn't provide anything uh, to to my life to have a uh, to be a hardcore fan of somebody or some some team or whatever. I I don't care. Especially nowadays. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's another squirrel. But, uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's so there's not a lot of actual fulfillment in any of those those things. There's not a lot of actual fulfillment in, you know, working five days a week, 40, 50, 60 hours or whatever, just so that you can, you know, drink beer all day on Saturday and, and whatever. Not that that wasn't fun. I enjoyed it, but there's nothing there. Well, and it, it I, doesn't, think, I think it goes back to that. Uh, it's an old saying and, don't get too busy making a living to forget you have a life yeah that's incredibly cliche thank you for that um, <laughs> i see it that's true i see <laughs> it on pinterest <laughs> yeah, work. no no i saw that on uh uh it was in hobby lobby uh yeah. in cursive on a board yep it's on it's yeah. above my uh fridge yeah. a lot of kids can't read cursive anymore though. yeah <laughs> but no but, i mean uh, i mean that does go a long way i mean all jokes aside you know you get too busy with life that you for you know making a living making you know i have to have these things i have to have this i have to have that i got fulfill that you forget that you know you only got one chance of this and oh and yeah you better fulfill it as much as you can you know i probably like both you guys and, and this is just me speaking um i don't ever want to look back and wish i would have done something you know yeah man no it, it's absolutely true and and people rarely that's a, that's another thing you know with with the decision of kind of do things the way that I did when I moved up here is that you know people rarely regret the things that they took a shot at even if it didn't work out mm-hmm. but they usually regret the things that they didn't take a shot at because they're too scared to 100% no one wants to lay in their deathbed and be like oh, God, I wish I would have worked more you yeah. know for for the man yeah. and you know I wish I could have had more credit card bills and just because I had yeah. a, I had a sweet four wheeler and all this other yeah. toys and stuff. Yeah, I had you know? a, like, man, I, I really, really wish that I, I would have uh, bought that truck when interest rates were lower. Like, dude, you don't care. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. All that matters now is chip. Matter. All that matters now is chip. Yep. Chip, chip. Oh, <laughs> such a <laughs> I guess I like him, but man. <laughs> He's like the, that liquid uh, Terminator. Just melts through swear, things. Man. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you know, it was an opportunity, and uh, and then making videos was a side product of that, and then getting a whole bunch of followers was a side product of that, and it's still I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. You know, maybe in a few months when y'all call me again, um, I will have, but I haven't. So here we are. But uh, hey, but, yeah. I mean, Dude, it, obviously you're doing you're tr- doing tremendously well with your whatever we call this nowadays uh influencer is that what they call it i, I don't know 
content creator. Content creator. Okay. What's That's what is influencer? I hear this all the time. Know. Influencer is uh, uh, white girls on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely not a white girl on Instagram. So, <laughs> but nowadays apparently you can be well, whatever you from, want to. But from an a outsider lot of looking have asked in, asked me about my skincare routine. <laughs> Fun fact: nobody has asked me about my skincare routine because <laughs> I don't have one. I I shower. <laughs> Oh. Hey, I shower once a week, whether I need it or not. There okay. you go. Hell yeah. From, from an outsider looking in, and <coughs> I do watch your videos because I, you know, typically I, I'm a fan. <laughs> I, uh, I, I text you or something after your, one of your videos, and like you did the one with the painting, and I called you. You didn't even say hello. You're just like, yeah, you didn't know I could paint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that's what it was about. Yeah. You know, like... Matt and I were sitting together, and I'm like, dude, next time he does one of these, he's got to wear a Bob Ross wig. <laughs> but oh, um, man. honestly dude um hearing hearing part of your story I, I know we've never gotten real deep with you and, and and that's fine i've heard enough to know that you're a good person and i think that what you're doing now is is really fulfilling your life and and making you happy and that that makes me happy to see somebody like you happy dude I, i'm really impressed with what you've done the work you've put into um, well, thanks, man. building yourself up and, and making yourself a better person and and the growth you've made from the stories you've told me from yeah, or, or us and, and and your audience from where you've came and, and, and where you're at now, dude, I think you're doing a tremendous job. And I just want to compliment you on, on, on what you're doing, dude. You're, you're, and, you're doing a fantastic job. So hats off to you, bro. And motivate other people to do, do well, more than I, just I, the nine to five. Do more. Appreciate life. Uh, you know, I really appreciate that, guys. I, um, you know, it, again, I'm kind of just landed in it, but uh, you work for you it, know, dude. You didn't land in it. You work for it, man. Own that. Well, Own that. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, yeah, I guess, but um, <laughs> it's uh, don't be bashful. No, but you know, I, th I think, I think why you grew fairly quickly, or how I don't know how fast you grew but why why you've grown is the fact that people are missing that lifestyle that a real person that just speaks truth well i mean just just the lifestyle of not being yeah. in the rat race every day and you're out doing the things you know that that you things you need to get done because that's what you have to do because you're living there um and it's more fulfilling than just paying a bill online yeah and okay well here we go again you know it's well, like it, and i think it's a, it's really foreign it's foreign to a lot of people which is weird because this is where we came from and, it's, and we've gotten so far away from it that mm -hmm. you're showing well this is how people used to live and still live but you don't see that because you're you're sho everything shoved in your face is like right now hurry up online order it get it two days or yeah. you know you got Kardashians. Let's not get into well, that like, again. But you have all that content thrown in your face, and and then people are like, see you doing what you're doing. And it's like, what is this? Well, this is how people live. A lot of people live this way, and I think it's interesting to people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I I I don't know the exact breakdown of of urban versus rural um, followers. Obviously, some followers have more in common with me than others, but I've I've had people reach out and be like, "Dude, I uh, have no reason to own a tractor. I've got a quarter acre yard in such and such California, and blah blah blah, and I've never changed my own oil, but I love watching your show." Right. And 
and there there is a a, a fair amount of uh, people out there who you know it's got to be kind of wild different do you but they're but they're interested um and that's great do you, you know? do you think the um, your demographic is mostly male I don't that know. I do know <laughs> it, okay it's, uh, but I, do you I think am, that I, some no, I want to say they're jealous by any means um like they're just they miss that they're like they're missing something in their life and like you know they feel I like think, I think that is a factor yeah um because I personally know the feeling of like okay I'm doing all this work for what right um yep. and and a lot a lot of people a lot of men fall into that trap that that's where they land because that's what you do because you're a man you know you, mm-hmm. you go to work and you uh, you know, hopefully have enough money to buy that boat. And, uh, you know, you take the family out and the kids are screaming and it actually kind of sucks, but you got the boat. Yeah. And, uh, looks know, good on Instagram. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> well, their, their wives are the ones posting on Instagram. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it, there's, I, I think that people kind of recognize that, uh, hey, maybe, uh, Maybe everything that I've that I've been shooting for isn't all that it's cracked up to be, and uh, I know I personally found that out. So, well, showing an alternative is pretty cool. Well, yeah, you don't have to rely on material possessions to to justify how successful you are in life. You know? Yeah, man, it doesn't matter. I get a couple million followers, and make all kinds of money. I, how I live is not going to be any different. Right. You'll never know. Right. <laughs> Unless you're truck explodes in the middle of the night by itself but you're like all right i'll just go buy another used truck you know yeah you know when y'all see uh when y'all see a hellcat pulling out of the barn you'll know but uh (laughs) no but i can't like i even even if i had the means which i promised everybody listening i don't but you know even if it got to that point it's just uh i i still have the i still have that mindset of uh well for one everybody could keep could quit watching tomorrow and then what right um yeah but also the man it's just not worth it that's a depreciating asset it's not no something that ultimately benefits what i'm going for and i'll i'll get a couple weeks of happy chemicals off of it and then it'll just be there whatever Um, so uh what's the uh what's the plan for the next six months man what do you got going on let's hear what, what what you're thinking try and get a damn house and septic tank and water and all the normal things um and have it done legally uh it's a pain i don't want to <laughs> yeah anytime you get government involved in stuff it usually goes backwards yeah but it is what it is man <laughs> yeah i know that's the world we live in right now so so getting a house and uh what uh when do you <clears throat> i guess you don't even know when to plan your harvest yeah no it's uh whenever it's ready yeah and uh hopefully it's not before hopefully it's not after uh the first hard freeze so yeah yeah i think you got another well what are we in july august so you probably got till mid mid september for your first hard freeze up there i would i would imagine yeah first frost i guess is like uh september yeah hard freeze is probably going to be around october one yeah we're a little later than you down here in southern michigan but um but you never know yeah no, I'll, uh, the good lord can change it whenever he wants to so 
yeah, pretty much. And when it, you know, whenever it happens, it doesn't really matter. There's, there's some other stuff too beyond just the, uh, the house stuff. I've got, um, you know, uh, a couple other things harvesting, like you know, actually uh, processing the the corn and beans and everything to actually make feed out of it again. Another one that I'm taking a shot in the dark at, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah. You're pretty in, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ingenuity. Ingenuity. Yeah. Ingenuitive. If that's yeah, man. We'll make it. Oh, one other thing, and I, I got to mention this, and I haven't officially announced it on the page or whatever, so y'all are the first to know. I will have merchandise. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Got t shirts. They say letter wobble on it. Have a chicken. They're awesome. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> we'll buy one from you. Definitely. Sweet. Fuck, dude. I'll buy two or three or four. <laughs> so, Andy, before we let you go, because we're getting to the end of this show, tell us something or tell our friends, our family, tell your fans something you want them to know. Life changes. Keep moving. Yep. That is the one constant that is always going to happen. No matter what you do, life is always going to be changing. You're going to have to change your view of things or, or uh, your decision-making process, and that's okay. Because mm-hmm. even if it uh, even if it doesn't go right the first time, even if uh, the plan goes completely south, that's okay. If you learn something, you walk away at, from it better than you are before and uh man just uh keep keep moving keep trusting the good lord you'll be provided for and let her wobble it's like joe dirt man keep on keeping on yeah man watch the garden <laughs> dig it, make it for you. so you mentioned your merchandise um do you yeah do you promote yourself here work? yeah yeah here's your here's your time man where can they find the stuff oh i'll uh i'll have it up on the page okay okay yep it'll it's uh uh, it'll have its own website um, that it directs to, and it's just a few different. It's I, I'm not very creative. I came up with one design. I liked it, and uh, I went with that. I've got it. I've got camo hats too. You know, yeah, man, you suck because awesome. you got like four hundred thousand people to watch you suck at yeah. creating things. You obviously don't know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, it'll be something good. It'll you know help obviously make a little bit of money. I still got to live in real life and. You know, I keep breaking that damn tractor, and so it's. Uh, <laughs> so are, are you still well, doing? For, if it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna, if it counts for anything, I, uh, I I still tried to price everything fairly reasonably. The t-shirts are under twenty dollars. Nice. Um, and uh, you know, something that that some everyone can can uh, well, one can afford, but but uh, it, it's affordable for for a lot of people. So, Good. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm starting. I'm starting There's to lose you a little bit. Just... If you're moving around, oh, you got to stop. I haven't moved. <laughs> no, I got one. I got one request for you, Andy. What's that? Can you put more videos on YouTube for folks like us that don't have Facebook or social media? I need to, man. I've got, <laughs> look. I've got to get it caught up. I know it's, uh, y'all are fighting with uh, with the service here, and that's just I know. me trying to talk on the phone. Yeah. No, I. I and, and that's Wi-Fi calling yeah. and trying to upload to YouTube is a nightmare. I don't know if it's the uh, video quality or whatever, but it it takes like over an hour, and sometimes it cuts off in the middle of it for no reason. And uh, and I, I need to get there. It's uh, it's just really easy to find other stuff to do that's not that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> well, for the people who don't know who Andy. 
from Andy's Little Homestead are. Where can they find you on Facebook? Just uh, search Andy's Little Homestead. There's me in the in the main picture holding a chicken and looking longingly <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> oh no, it's a turkey. It's a turkey. It's a turkey. Um, <laughs> but uh, me and the turkey aren't romantically involved or anything. But it's uh, it's well, a good picture of us. It's your story. So you tell how you want to. <laughs> Well, hey, well, it's a good-looking turkey, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I don't blame you there. Well, hey, brother, we, we certainly appreciate your time and, and, and giving us a you know an hour and a half of your time to talk to us and talk to your fans and talk to ours. Man, we love your show. You're doing and great. That's great. I love talking to you all. Um, hey, like last time, do you care if we check in with you again? Yeah, man. We'll give it. We'll, we'll see what the fall uh, harvest brings. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> all right, man. Well, listen, we're gonna let you go, but again, thank you, thank you so much for uh, for for lending us your time. We always we always enjoy talking to you. you. Always have great content, and again, for everybody, Andy from Andy's Little Homestead, he does an excellent job of showing you how to live off the grid, and he's funny, really yep. funny. Go buy some of his merch. In newly, his merch. Uh, when he puts it up there, check it out, dude. Yep. You won't regret Should it. Should be up in a week or so. Okay, awesome, awesome, man. Well, all right. Y'all have a great night. It was fun. You All right, too, brother. Man. You take care of yourself. We're going to let you go. All right. Bye. Night. So that was Andy from Andy's Little Homestead. We always enjoy having him on, dude. He is such mm-hmm. a real person, such a good dude. Yep. Young man that, uh, I say young man because yeah, I'm 41. Well, he's between but, us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he, no, he's, he's younger, younger than, than me. You. Yeah. Yeah. But just a guy that lived life and, um, He's genuine, dude. He's just yeah. so genuine and just a good-hearted person, man. We love having him on. Yep. And we chat with him here and there. Yep. Yep. So. yep. We text off, him. We keep up with him and, and pick on him and call him and make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. So, he, and he, he loves it. Uh, but yeah, definitely check him out. Andy's Little Homestead on Facebook. He does have a YouTube channel. He's got to catch up and he will have merchandise out. So, uh, be sure to check, check that out. out too. So, speaking of that, check if you got any show ideas, blackcashpodcast at yahoo.com. BlackCashPodcast.com is our website. Yep. Which... And we're also on Facebook. You can find us at BlackCashPodcast slash Facebook. Not hard to find. I always post oh. content on there. Our shows are always on there. You can also find our shows on all the major listening platforms, Apple, Google. Spotify, Google, what all that. Anchor. Yep. So you guys can find us anywhere. Always enjoy good content. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you don't want to hear. I have to admit that I'm behind on our website which yep. I'm going to get on this week so and update it and get it up to to par. So thank you guys for tuning in. We love you all. Hope you guys have a good night. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, we got uh, two more guests coming on Tuesday. So. Yep, absolutely. In studio. As usual, stay informed. Stay in tuned. Black Cash out. <laughs>